Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I hope you're all doing well this morning. And if not, that's okay, too. I hope you know you're not alone, whatever you're going through. I wanted to share that next week, we have a new guest episode, a new conversation to share, and I'm very, very excited about this one. We had a wonderful conversation, me and next week's guest, and I'm just very, very thankful to the guests for showing up authentically, and I'm I'm just so excited to get back to having these conversations, and I forgot how much energy I get from these. Of course, there are times where I feel exhausted after whatever. It takes a lot of emotional energy to show up. But most of the time, I feel so energetic and just motivated and inspired after these conversations. This last guest specifically had amazing energy and it just made the process wonderful. So I'm very thankful. And I do want to share a stressful part of that (laughs) that got me thinking. And it relates to what I'm going to discuss in this episode, the solo episode, But basically what happened was I usually get an update when I have a guest on the show. And when they choose a time for a call, I get an email. And of course, we're emailing back and forth. But usually I get an email from my Zoom that says that they scheduled a meeting or from the account that I use to schedule meetings. I get an email that lets me know this person has scheduled a Zoom meeting for this time. And so I usually know in advance. I usually am good to go. I'm set. I have things planned out. I think of what we're going to possibly talk about. I haven't recorded an episode with a guest since last year. So I don't know what it is, if there's an update or anything, but I did not get an email at all. I had no idea that this call was scheduled. And of course, I could have gone to my Zoom and looked at the meetings and all of that, but I never thought to do that because I usually am told when I have an email and it gets put on my calendar and this it didn't happen this time. So I thought, okay, I I don't have a call scheduled yet with this guest. So I just assumed I didn't. And all of a sudden, I'm on the phone with an insurance company trying to figure out what it's like to just be 28 and find decent insurance. (laughs) And and that's a whole other story. But I got an email that this guest has joined my Zoom meeting. And I'm thinking, wait, what? Like, I have a Zoom meeting going on right now? I had no idea. And this was like five, six minutes into when the meeting started that I didn't even know about. And I felt so bad. I start to panic for a second because that's one of my biggest nightmares, just not being prepared, being late to something like that, disrespecting people's time. That's not what I want to do. And so 
I freaked out. I, I left the phone call and I thought to myself, okay, I can start to spiral. I can think, okay, I'm going to reschedule with this person. Either way, I have to let them know that this this is the situation. It's not like I was purposely late. I literally just did not get a notification and I have to figure it out with my email and the count that I use, why I didn't get notified. But no matter what, it's still on me. And so I thought I'm going to let them know either way. So either I can reschedule this call that they had planned and they probably blocked out this hour or I can just be completely honest with them, see if they'll give me a minute to set up and get this going. I can take the risk, even though I don't feel as prepared as I'd like to. <laughs> I didn't preface it with this, but this is a little story time. So then I turned on Zoom. I apologized and let them know the situation. I had not received a notification and did not know, and I'm so sorry to make them wait. If they don't mind, I'm going to take a minute or two to just prep and get my mic set up. And so I did that and they were very understanding. And of course, I still feel bad. I just never want to look unprofessional, especially a first impression, especially when I've never met or connected with this person before over Zoom or in person. It's been over email. So of course, I'm thinking to myself, this looks so bad. They're going to think I'm terrible at what I do. They're going to think I don't respect their time. They're going to think I'm so unprofessional. And I just decided to go on with it and have the conversation. I think being honest, as hard as it was, was actually really helpful. I just let them know this is the situation. I'm here, though. I'm ready to show up. Thankfully, it was only like 10 minutes into our hour that we had. So we had a lot of time to still record, of course. But that's like my one of my nightmares is just not knowing that something like that is happening and missing it and being late and like I've literally had nightmares about that. But thankfully, this guest was so, so cool and understanding. And we had a wonderful conversation. We still had a great conversation, even though I was thinking, oh, I'm not as prepared as I usually am. And I just felt very inspired and motivated. So we got into the call. I was ready. We went for it. Call went really well, thankfully. And the episode will be going live next week. So stay tuned for that. I'm so excited. The first official guest conversation, guest episode to go up in 2023, coming to you soon. But aside from that, so you can follow at Trust and Thrive on Instagram and TikTok, but specifically Instagram, I will be posting updates of when the episode is released. I will be posting the links to the episode if you're not already subscribed here and so much more. But aside from that, so I share the story to reflect on how much I feel like my thinking has changed. I used to think in such binary terms and I still struggle with that so often, especially as someone who lives with OCD and anxiety. It's very hard to not get caught up in those thoughts. And often I do. And thankfully today I was having a good morning and feeling good overall and doing things to help my mental health. So I was in a better mental state, thankfully, which helped. But in the past, if something like this happened and things have happened in the past, I've been doing this podcast for over four years. Of course, there are stories of you know losing an audio file, which has happened or having a miscommunication or messing up the time zone, whatever it may be. But in the past, if something like this happened, I would jump to the extreme end of how I view myself. I would say, 
you're not cut out for this. Why are you even doing this podcast? You're terrible. This is so embarrassing. You're the worst. The guest probably has no respect for you. You've ruined everything. You should just not even record the episode. Just quit podcasting altogether. That's so bad. You look so unprofessional. I like genuinely my thoughts would go there like very, very extreme. And it's so hard because of course, we can't always control our thoughts, but there is a way we can work on how we talk to ourselves and realize that thoughts are thoughts and they may just pass by does not mean they're true. So for example, those thoughts started to come up. I started to think, oh, that's so bad. They probably don't take you seriously. Oh, you ruined the first impression. You're not a good podcaster. Way to start the year off wrong. And I would just think that those thoughts would come up and they did. <laughs> I challenged them. It was a mix of I challenged them and then I just let them pass by as well. There are times where I do challenge the thoughts and I'll think, well, is that true? Like, well, no, 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 no. And I'll kind of go back and forth with myself. And then some of the other thoughts I just let pass by because I don't see them as truth. I see them as thoughts that just show up. I almost see them, and I've done this with one of my clients too, because something that's helped me, seeing the two voices on your shoulder, you know, the biggest critic, and then the other side on the shoulder you have. It's like the angel devil. You hear that, that you have the angel devil on your shoulder is telling you what to do. To me, I see it as like my biggest critic and my biggest supporter. And I think both sides have their purpose. Very often I have the biggest critic sending me messages. I don't even see it as me. I just see it as that critic throwing messages into my ear, throwing those thoughts into my head that I'm not good enough, that I messed up, that I should just give up. And often that the volume on that side is way too high and my biggest supporter's volume is a little too low. And I'm really working on finding a balance and having more of the supporter. And of course, there are benefits to having the critical voice, of course. But I'm really, really working on not seeing all my thoughts as facts. I'm always working on that. It's funny too, because as I started to record this episode and think of what I was going to discuss, once again, it changed from what I originally thought I would talk about. But I'm trying to just be authentic and discuss what's coming up for me, what I'm feeling right now. And this is something that just happened, literally. <laughs> I was planning to record a solo episode today, which I'm doing now, but I didn't even realize I would have a guest episode. So that's why it's funny because things change. And with that story, I reflected on what came up. And for me, that's really challenging thoughts, really challenging those negative thoughts and challenging that voice, that critic on, I say, my left shoulder, for example, challenging that critic and letting them know that, you know, I appreciate that you're trying to make me a better person. I appreciate that you're trying to push me to be the best I can be, but hating me and putting me down to do it is not going to help. And a lot of those thoughts are not true. In the same way that my biggest supporter on my right side, on my right shoulder, I'm like looking at them right now as if they're there. The, my biggest supporter on my right side, because for me, I'm a very visual person, so it helps to imagine literal characters on my shoulder. I'm finding what works for me. And for me, it works to imagine two characters on my shoulders. And so I like to also talk to my biggest supporter and say, hey, I need your help right now. I know you're there for me and you really want to help out. I think your volume has been a little too low recently. 
and I could use your support. And then of course, I think sometimes if that's too high and the critic is too low, then there's like a lack of reflection and self-awareness and accountability. And that's a whole other, that's a whole other story. But for me specifically, imagining those two characters on my shoulders, imagining one being the biggest critic, one being the biggest supporter and trying to find a way to work together and to balance it out works. And sometimes I need one more than the other and vice versa. And today I really needed that supporter to say, hey, you're being really hard on yourself right now. That critic's got to lower their voice because this really isn't the end of the world. You could still own up to it and be accountable and also acknowledge that something happened with the system, the app, whatever, and that's okay. Things happen. Even if it was something that I just missed, that would also be okay too. I'm human and I embrace the fact that I'm going to make mistakes But for me, this moment was a moment of growth. Sometimes it's a moment of growth where you learn and sometimes just like, okay, that happened and I will move on from it. It doesn't have to mean anything so deep. It can just be a moment that was a mistake that I messed up. So that's how I'm feeling right now because because I really, I hear that voice in my head. It's still there. It's telling me that I made a mistake. It's telling me I'm not good enough. It's telling me to be embarrassed. It's telling me, to apologize over and over again. It's telling me that I need to overcompensate. I don't even know, but it's telling me something that may not be what I need to do, may not be to my benefit, and may just be making me feel worse. And so I'm really trying hard because it helps me with the visualization of it to ask that support on my right side, ask my biggest supporter to help me challenge my biggest critic because I don't think my biggest critic is benefiting me right now. I think it's just putting me down and keeping me stuck. And so what I want to do is to just see this as a moment of, okay, I'm going to go check why it's not sending me emails and update my app or whatever needs to be done. I'm not a terrible person or an unprofessional person overall, just because this happened. Things happen. Life's also not so black and white. I can show up a hundred plus times professionally and in ways that I feel proud of, And if I mess up once, at least in the past, that would have been like, okay, forget the 99 times that I was proud of how I showed up. The one time represents my character and who I am and the person I am. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? And I know I do that to myself all the time. Even then, some other calls are not the best or I think, oh, I sounded tired or I didn't ask questions I could have asked or I blanked for a minute. And that happens. No one is perfect. And so I know I'm talking specifically about podcasting, but I feel the same way about when I see clients. I can be very hard on myself. I'll think, oh, did I say the wrong thing? Or am I not being a good enough therapist? Whatever it is. And that's my own thing. And I realize at the end of the day that. And so whatever you're going through, wherever you are in your life, whether it's in school, whether you're working, whether you're whether you're raising a kid, whether you're figuring things out, whether you're just taking it day by day, whatever your situation is, because there's no one way to live life. If you resonate with this, I hope you know that it's a lifelong journey. You're not alone in the challenging thoughts. I do think it can be helpful to continuously remind yourself that thoughts are not facts. Thoughts are not facts. Thoughts are not facts. And of course, there are some thoughts that can be rooted in facts but thoughts are not automatically facts. And thoughts are just thoughts. I'm curious to hear what has helped you, what has helped 
you if you struggle with negative thoughts or feel free to let me know. Feel free to reach out at Trust and Thrive on Instagram, leave a review or rating of the show and add your thoughts. I'd love to know maybe an opening for you to question, how am I looking at my thoughts? Am I assuming that they're a part of me? Which is a very common and something I've done for most of my life. And I think a lot of us have. Assuming that if we think it, it's who we are. If we think it, it's truth. And as someone who lives with OCD, that has been something I've had to learn that I don't believe all my thoughts. There are a lot of things that would come up for me that I would feel so much shame about because they didn't feel related to how I actually feel about the world, my values and who I am as a person. And a lot of shame would come with that. I would think, is this really how I feel? Do I really want to do this? Is this really who I am? And so I've had to learn that thoughts are literally just thoughts. And I know I keep saying that and I will keep saying that because for so long, I didn't know that. And for me, what really helps is continuously putting it in my head that this is the truth. This is that this is what it is. Thoughts are just thoughts. You have your critic on your left side, your supporter on your right side. And I really found that my for me, my life is about figuring out how to manage both, to make friends with both, and to find a place for both of those voices to fit in my life depending on the situation, depending on how much I need them and realizing that at the end of the day, they don't control me. Neither side, even my biggest supporter doesn't control me because sometimes that voice needs to go down a bit when I need some, when I need someone to check me. So, so those are my thoughts on thoughts. (laughs) I'd love to know if any of this resonated with you, how you have been doing with how you see yourself. And if you've been your biggest supporter, your biggest critic, if you're trying to find the balance, if you're trying to work with both of them, whatever it may be. Once again, you can follow me at Trust and Thrive on Instagram and TikTok. You can also leave a rating and review of the show on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, which would really mean a lot. And like I mentioned, we will be back with a new episode next week. And something that personally, before we end, that I want to share is that, you know, I'm wedding planning right now. I'm getting married in a few months and I'm very excited about it. So excited for it. Of course, excited to marry the man I love and our marriage in general, but excited for the day of to celebrate. And because I'm really working on the duality of life and saying that I can feel two things at once. And I am also excited for what's to come after and to put more energy and focus on trust and thrive again. Because the truth is a lot of my creative energy, my energy to do with even reaching out to guests and the podcast and all of that has been drained because I've been putting so much energy into this planning that, you know, I don't talk about, but it's like so much to do. And I'm incredibly grateful for it and privileged to be able to have a wedding. And I also acknowledge that it's a lot. So I'm just really looking forward to what's to come for the show. I feel very thankful for the guests, for you, for listening, for the community, this community, for conversations like this to just be normalized. And I feel like I've definitely gained more confidence in just being able to say that, like, I don't know what I'm doing 
most of the time and that's okay. And I'm just figuring things out and I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to put a mask of who I think I am or who I feel like other people want me to be and who I feel like I need to be to be loved and accepted. I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just figuring out day by day. And that person is changing all the time. The same way my thoughts are changing, the same way my thoughts are just there doesn't mean I just want to express my gratitude and thank you for being here along the ride. And once again, I'd love to know if there are any specific topics that you would like to hear discussed on the show, any specific guests, anyone you have in mind, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. And you can also email me at trustandthrive at gmail.com as well. And that's it for this week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care of yourself and I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.